You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by Chris and John. All right, guys? Evening. Evening, how you doing? All right, I'm good, thanks. I don't, you feel better, John? What do you mean feeling better? I'm only coming. I'm only going to come on podcast now when Aberdeen win. Not very often then. No, what are you talking about? Aye, so, so where's your note for your mum? Note for why you were off. Oh, okay. But last week I was watching. I think I was watching the the football, and then I was just having a relaxing one after that. Greg takes time off all the time, man. Ah, he's allowed. He's at that age where he's kind of semi-retired. All right, is that what it's like? Aye. I need to have a baby or something like that, and then I can get time off and all. Ah, it's a great. I don't think you'll ever have a baby, John. Well, no, me personally, no. We have had the great one. If that happens, I won't be in the podcast. I'll be a millionaire probably. Oh, you could change your name to Kelly. Why Kelly? <laughs> Why Kelly? Kelly uh, is it Frank? Frank Maloney. Frank Maloney. Oh right, oh Aye. that's you. But too much big brother. I'm, I'm sure that's been a, a really good success, that. But uh, I, I still don't think Kelly's going to be having any wins. <laughs> no, I don't think they're quite advanced at that, uh, that much these, these operations up. Aye, Arnie's the only one I think Aye. so far anyway but he's yep. special right, so Greg's not coming on this week uh, but he, he wants us to start referring to him as something else from now on he says he's king of gamblers now because he's claiming credit for the charity bet last week which after a wee tweak a wee midweek tweak we managed to get a win from that. We had Hamilton, St. Johnson and Dundee United and it came in. So we've got £102.50 in the bank. Oof. I, I he's taking all the credit. Chris, mean you're getting nothing out of this. I know. He says he's I'm, the king of gamblers. I'm pretty sure what he said was, we'll go for my six and then we battered them down to four because the four, at least we all, all three of us agreed on because there was a couple of results we didn't agree with him on. Now, it turned out he was right with them and all, but... Uh, we did eventually drop it into three because uh, Celtic were melt. That's European Aye. for rubbish. <laughs> Aye, so we managed to get down, but that's good. £102, that's us a third of the way through the, the charity total already, which is pretty impressive considering we're ru- rubbish at this kind of thing. I thought we got £400 last year. That's what I thought. Oh, was it? Oh, I uh-huh. thought it was about £300. Maybe oh, speed. oh, dear. Keep it up, but... I thought it was four hundred. I, I thought it was four hundred. It was ended up. Well, to... I do have a spreadsheet. I do well, keep tabs on this. I've not done one for this season yet. But maybe you're right about that. Oh, is this breaking news? Pookie's going to Bromby. Yep. I was probably pointing out. I was going to say I'm quite happy saying evening at the moment because this is actually deadline day for the the transfer window. So and true Sky Sports deadline. style. Deadline dildo day. Yes, it is. We've got a, an alibi. We were on the podcast, uh, doing the podcast prep when the, the dildo was shown on Sky Sports News, so we're all right. Uh, it was news. That's why Greg's no one. Ah, good point. Could have been him. Yep, Greg's dildo. <laughs> good stuff. Anyway, I was, as I was saying, in, in true Sky Sports style, I'm sitting here with my yellow tie on. I'm sure Craig's sitting there in his yellow dress. <laughs> Why do, why do they wear yellow in like the final hours of the deadline day? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And it just doesn't really work when it's a yellow dress. A yellow tie's alright, that's subtle. 
but I think it's too much yellow when it's you know addressed. Natalie Sawyer can wear what she wants. Preferably nothing. <laughs> I was not going that far, but I right. <laughs> John, you just go steaming straight in there. Well, you may as well. Yeah, it's not Sawyer. You may as well just say what everyone's thinking. She's listening. She's listening will. live on her break. I will. Uh, Norn from the forum, he's trying to get in contact with her. He thinks he's got a chance. Ah, he's, he's not as forward as you, though. What? Zero claiming she's single again, because that's. She'd lost her quite a bit of weight when she was seeing this guy, but she's back to her regular curvy self. Aye, but black, black talk reckons Jim White's. No. Romancing. Oh. Can't back at And Neil Lennon are getting it on for the picture I seen. Aye. Aye. That, that, that ties on nice and straight. Thanks, Neil Lennon. Aye. I'll do your tie if you do mine. Right, we're back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. Right, so the charity bed done well. Greg's claiming credit, so I thought that we would just give him the pressure of picking the next weekend's bet. Knowing fine well that it's an international break and it's going to be solid and he's going to fall flat on his face. He's going to lose his 100% record for the last one charity bet. So I asked him to pick it and after, he must have looked at the bets for hours and he's come up with a bit of a controversial bet. I know John is not happy about this one. No, but no happy at all. Yeah. Well, I go for it, reveal it. Mm-hmm. Well, hope see, it loses. I hope is, it loses. I'm not selfish like you two. I'm thinking 100% about charity here. So if it helps charity, Greg has went for 2-0 to Germany Ooh. against Scotland. Aye. So it was 13-2. to We're getting on that from McBookie. So there was a few there was a few shouts from him on the, in the pre-podcast messages saying, the king of gamblers has spoken. I tried to suggest a different bet, and his response was, how about you listen to King of Gamblers? So he's pretty passionate about this. <laughs> 2-0 Germany. Hey, John, I know that your vote is for no. We don't go with that. No. Chris, you're no. tempted by the odds, 13-2. Well, to be honest, I don't have any better ideas, and my betting on international football is shocking, so I'm probably better not having any opinion whatsoever. Are we not, are we not doing like an accumulator? No, we just... Well, that's quite good odds just on its own, John. But I, th- I, th- I think, as far as my heart says, it's quite clearly a big fat no. But as far as my head says, it's actually not a re- an unreasonable scoreline. Because mm-hmm. I think Scotland, I, I, I don't think Scotland are going to get anything out of the game. I think two 0 seems pretty reasonable. Yep. Yeah, but I think so. I think uh, I suggested uh, Germany win to nil. But the odds in that was pretty much even. And considering we don't get a stake back, then that's not a very good bet. Um, Greg gave an alternative, and that's 2-0 to Scotland. That was 100-1. to 1. Yeah, which means if we put a £10 bet on, we can laugh at us. What's 1-0 one, what's one to Scotland? Only out of interest, no for the, the bet, but just out of interest. Well, John, you know me, I'm always prepared when I come on the podcast, and I always have the webpage open just so I, I can know, check you've got my bookie the open. odds. I have got the, the website open. The website's quite nice. You'd, you'd like it if you were on that website. So the I have got odds that. Of that, which is right in front of me. I can just see that right now. The odds of the 1-0 okay, for Scotland against Germany. The odds of that are, just let me find in the page. It's taken a while for you. I thought you had that page up ready. I did. I did. Uh, 45 to 1. Oof. Really? For 1-0? I tell you yeah. what, see if we're getting anything at that game. That's what it is. Exactly, aye, that's what we would get. I would I don't even think we would get a draw. I think a wee one it would be like a wee 
cheeky James McFarren, as much as he don't play runners anymore, but you know what I mean? A wee cheeky, who would score? I don't know. Did we, I can't remember, did we beat them in that pink salmon thing? Don Hutchison? Or was that a draw? No, we beat them when there was a salt tire top. We beat them at home with Gary Caldwell scoring, and then we beat them away with McFarren scoring. No, we did. Tell you. White... Germany nil, Scotland won, April 28th. Oh, Germany, oh, Germany. Aye. Aye, I thought you were talking about France. Aye. No, aye, Germany, aye. Aye, aye I remember no. McFadden. Aye. But, aye, honestly, April 28th, 1999, it was the same year that Don Hutchison scored against uh, England. Aye. And he, he, his goal got as a 1-0-1 in Germany. So there you go, it's possible. Mm. Mm. Well, I would go just for Scotland. It's 14-1, just for them to win, mm-hmm. ignoring the scoreline. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Right, if we're going right. to win, we're going to win man nil. Ah, but I think the two 0 I think will be Greg because then if, if if it wins, then we've won a lot of money, and I can have a little bit of solace in the fact that we've lost to Germany. But at least the charity's won. If it loses, then hopefully it loses because Scotland have got something to game. But even if they haven't get into the game, we're not Greg off his pedestal. <laughs> That'd be a bonus. All right, so the the German football forums. Charity bet is Germany Aye. to Scotland nil. Aye. £10 courtesy Mike Bookie. It was good of them to give us a £10 bet this week since there's no domestic football. So we don't have a first scorer bet because there's no lower league games this weekend. I, I thought there was, but I was wrong. Oh, they're not giving us a bet for the internationals. Oh, for a goal scorer. For a goal scorer. Oh, right. Well, I didn't ask them, to be honest. Oh. But, uh, but since that was a lower league only, I thought I'll just leave it. They're good guys. So we'll move on for the charity bet. We'll move on from that positivity and then we'll look at some negative negative result for Chris's side. Aye. Do we need to? Well, we could, just, we could just brush over it. Aye, served it only in the I didn't see a lot of it, so I can't really comment. Ugh, we're garbage. You know how I was on here last week, I'm pretty sure I said I'm disappointed we didn't win the game for the away leg because we really should have got better on one each. Well... This week, we got exactly what we deserved. We came out and tried to defend the one each. Exactly what I said we shouldn't do and probably wouldn't do. That's, we tried to defend it, and uh, we can't. Ah, you've so not got a, a team that's set no. up to defend, have you? No, there, was, there was this massive gap between Anthony Stokes up front and a couple of the forward-thinking players and the defence. And we could we, we never created anything. Maribor weren't that great, but they still managed to create enough that... Uh, they got their goal eventually, which was the worst offending you're going to see. I think somebody cleared it marginally outside the six-yard box during the, the stramash that happened before the goal. That's how far they cleared it. But it was just, it was, it was just rotten. They, they looked like Celtic hadn't learned any lessons whatsoever for the the, the leg of Warsaw games. And I seen, I think I seen about the last half hour of it, and what struck me was how comfortable Maribor looked on the ball. Celtic weren't even pressing them. We were no. just letting Maribor play. No, we, we, uh, we tried to defend it, and I don't understand that at all. There was a 10-15 sort of minute spell at the start of the second half where we put Commons on, and suddenly Celtic looked like they might actually do something in the game, but they still never really created that clear-cut chance. Van Dyke. Aye, that was that. We had two shots on target the entire game, and one of them was Van Dyke at the end, when we were chasing the game. I think the other one was the first half. I don't know what it was, because I can't remember. Yeah. It was just one of those games. It was nothing memorable for Celtic whatsoever. Well, what was memorable was bad. Do you know? I think it looks daft now that you're looks like you're signing John Gadetti on loan, and then why wasn't he in 
before. Oh yeah, this is this is the question now. Because I mean, Celtic are on deadline day scrabbling about trying to get last minute signings yet again for players that we really could have done with three four weeks ago. So why why are Celtic in this position yet again? It's you can't even make the excuse that oh we were waiting to see if we got in the Champions League before we spent any money because we didn't make it this time and now you're trying to spend the money. So what's what's the script there? Plus, Gudetti's uh, are born anyway, it's not as if it's a transfer, and yeah. I don't think Man City will demand a high fee for him on loan. He's not been in the plans for a while, but that's what, Pukki's away to Bronby, and then Baldy's away to Belgium. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dieran, Holbert he's for, for Johnson's away to Denmark as well. Uh, he's away to Bronby. Uh, so what that leaves you with Griffiths, Stokes, Stokes Gudetti, if it's confi- is it confirmed yet, Gudetti? It's not confirmed by Celtic, but most places are saying it's done. So it's done, and yeah. then... We've got the boy at Ajax as well. Aye, and there's still, there's still a rumour doing the rounds that Griffiths is going to go and own the hubs. I don't aye, see I've that happening. That. I only, don't understand that rumour at all. The only way I could see that possibly happening is if uh, the Serbian guy, who has been still... It's been sort of binned <laughs> most of the aye. day, but apparently Getafe can't afford to pay the wages he's looking for, so there's still aye, a wee rumour that he could be coming. I saw that as well, but do you know think after I'm saying he said no, suppose I said no originally, you'd just be like, No, he doesn't want to play for Celtic. But why do you want to sign someone like doesn't Aye, clearly that's my sec- question, sec- second choice. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But see that Hibbs rumour, I just don't understand why uh, Hibbs could realistically be looking to loan probably the, the second striker at the the biggest team in the country at the moment. I just don't understand maker. why. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's he's the thing a troublemaker. Maybe Ronnie Dyla does a footballer. I agree, yeah. He, when, on his day, he's a good footballer. Yep. But he hasn't really got going on it yet. Under, he uh, showed it the weekend there. Uh, he had a pretty decent dig from outside the box, and that's what struck me from his time at Hibs. Yeah. He was a type of guy that would he would get a goal from nothing. He was a type of guy that that's just whenever he got the ball, there was always that hope that something might happen. And yeah, that is, that's ignoring all the off, off-field stuff, which has kind of calmed down over the last few weeks. I've not heard anything since uh, when he first arrived and got into that, that wee bit of naughtiness. But I just don't get it. Hibs in free fall, so third bottom of the championship. I'm sure that they'll recover, but a terrible start to the season. They almost got knocked out of the League Cup as well. Aye, and they screwed my coupon at the weekend and all. <laughs> See, you should have sure been checking what we were doing with the charity bit. Ah, you know, we're kind of gamblers. I should have been listening to kind of gamblers. Right, do you, do you want an interesting uh, little tap back? You know how Celtic have, uh, are obviously experts when it comes to paperwork these days? Thanks to the, the League of Warsaw thing. Triple checking, yep. yeah. Okay, uh, subject to regulation 81 and 86, a club one shall not during any part of a season have more than four players registered to it on a basis of temporary transfers, and of those players, not more than one shall. Not more than one shall not be an under-21 player and two shall not be at any time have more than one player registered to it on the basis of a temporary transfer from each other club. Or, in other words, anybody coming in on loan now for Celtic can't really be alone because we've already got four. So, something must be happening with uh, Gudetti to get around that. So, we're either signing somebody permanently or some or somebody is getting their loan cancelled. And I did hear a suggestion Tony was getting his loan cancelled at one point this week. Because he's broke, so I, I, I'll be interested to see how that pans out. Because obviously we can't. Uh, Celtic would have been an absolute laughing stock if they got the paperwork wrong, wouldn't they? Oh, should I wait till after eleven o'clock for that? I can be Celtic twenty <laughs> point deduction, mind you. At the moment, anyway, it's not as if Celtic have had a great start to the season, anyway. No, I'm, they're sitting what 
just barely in the top six because they're sitting seven points joint with Dundee and Kilmarnock in sixth and seventh. And then it's a big game next up. Big game next up. Celtic Aberdeen. Yeah. That's great. Lunchtime kickoff as well, Chris. You'll need to remember oh, that. It's a home game. A Aye. home lunchtime kickoff. Fantastic. That's on Sky. It's on, the, on the telebots. Nice day now. Yep. Saturday. Aye. No, it's good for the, the armchair fans. Aye. We like playing at Parkhead. Aye. Aye. What a cup there was. <laughs> Aye. Beat you a couple of times last season. Was it a couple of times? Uh, I thought you beat us so. once something put on once at Celtic Park. Oh, maybe it was I. Because it was a cup game at Celtic Park, Scottish Cup. Aye. Still, we beat you a couple of times last season anyway, that's, that's rough. Uh, but, aye. So we can go ahead, we can go above you if we win. Yeah, point behind we the don't, don't. We've well, got played the same number. At least Celtic and Aberdeen have played the same number of games. Aye. Unlike everybody above Celtic currently, we've played five, to Celtic's four. But then we're still six points behind the other nest. You can't make that up one game. Aye, but one for this, don't concede goals just now. Aye. So Five well, clean sheets. Well, it's been a really good start. I was really impressed with Hamilton at the weekend. I, that was sexy, sexy football at times. And who thought I'd be saying that about Hamilton before the season started? Really impressed with them, how they've done. Aye, no, they're, they're kind of fault, really. They'll be loving it even more the fact that Motherwell are doing so push as well. Yeah, three points in five games. Not Could this be the season that Motherwell, the, the bubble finally breaks? No, season. I don't think so. Greg's been predicting that for quite a while. He, last season he was talking about, about them being bottom six. Yeah, he's still finished. Oh, look what happened. It's looking a bit different just now. I think they're, they're finally starting to struggle. But we'll see. There's only four, you yeah. can't really tell in after five games, let's face it. You've not even played everybody yet. Aye. Dundee still unbeaten yeah. though as well. Yeah. I know. They've started well as well. I thought Dundee would and, start well though. I they looked really good against Celtic. The, the real surprise like, has got to be Inverness sitting there with... 13 points at a possible 15 and have not conceded a goal yet it's possibly helped as well when for the I don't think there was many changes over the summer in terms of transfers like players in and out no uh, John Hughes had a cracking run at the, getting them to play his system over the summer because like you say most of the, the players there have been the, the players that were there last season so we had that sort of build up where we were all wondering just what Inverness are going to do this season. I think I tipped them to the bottom six, so that shows what I know. Aye, they, they're playing a lot better now than they have been uh, towards the end of last season. And Billy Mackay's not really got him in, him in the goals yet, so once he starts scoring... Yeah, that's that's the big surprise. Is that, uh, the goals aren't coming from where they were. So. Aye, uh, in other games last week, there was the League Cup. League Cup first round and second round happening at the same time. Yeah, because uh, Queen's Park Rangers had to catch up. Uh, uh, Commonwealth Games yeah I still, I, I still don't understand that why did Rangers have to play or not play that game at the same time as everybody else when it was away from home anyway hmm not sure they, but they asked for games to be postponed but yeah I'm not sure about that one not 100% sure but anyway I thought the big thing in that round was Hibs big scare against Dumbarton and managing to turn it round a oh, late comeback that might be doing some good apart from they played at the weekend there against Alloa and didn't do so good. But yeah, you'd think it would. Nah, that, the, the big game for that, that, that round is probably Kilmarnock in there. I mean, Kilmarnock edged it 1-0, but they were talking about how it was a a, a big sort of 7,000 attendance, 8,000 attendance, something like that, at the game. Uh, and like both teams played a really entertaining football. Both teams got applauded off a of park at the end of the game. So not like it was a, a cracking tie. Yep. Ah, and then the, the third round draw was... It took place on Wednesday with the Rangers and Inverness in the, the second round in there, which meant that Rangers were down as a, a seeded team 
for the third round. I know, I've seen it at the age of it. Uh, there's a lot of people getting upset, yeah. but... Because that um, never happens in European competition, does it? Oh, no, wait, that's what happens all the time. <laughs> aye, aye. I think some people just like to get upset about it, Chris. I know. Uh, I mentioned it, it happened to St. Johnson on the forum. Uh, that's one of many examples. It's just the way it's done. Yep. A decision has to be made for uh, one way or the other, and that's what's deemed to be the fairest. Yeah, well, I mean, the way Inverness are playing, would you put a pass with one that die anyway? Then the problem goes away. Yeah, uh, they beat Rangers in two seasons ago in the Cup. Yeah, it was like 3-0 or something. Cuffed them. Easy aye. Uh, aye, it was. Aye. Anyway, anyway, that's uh, another couple of weeks away, I think. Tuesday, the, the 16th September. Yeah. It's a week before the, the third round games. Does that mean Inverness would need to play week, or, well, Rangers or Inverness would have to play consecutive weeks in the League Cup then? Because I'm assuming the third round game against, who is it they play in the, anyway? Do we know? Must oh, I've forgotten. Sorry, I've forgotten. It's obviously not on the BBC website, unfortunately, so I can't tell. But aye, whoever, whoever it is they're playing, slack. the, the non-seed that they're playing, <laughs> is that going to be scheduled for that week as well? That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I can't. There's, there, there's, there's, there's some good games in the third round as well, because uh, you've got the derbies of uh, Hamilton and Motherwell for Lennox here, and then you've got the the Dundee derby, probably the big game. What else? Uh, Celtic Hearts. Ah, yeah. the, that's the one that BBC's picked up. I think yeah. that's a, a big game. I think the way that Hearts are playing just now, that's they're it. playing attractive attacking football. For, for me, the big tie in that is the, the, the Dundee derby. But they've obviously picked up in Celtic because you think Celtic haven't started too great. Hearts have started brilliantly in the, the, the Championship. Always a chance of an upset there. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if I was. I think I think Hearts have been doing well. I think that they deserve a, a shout at that. But yeah, I think it's maybe Ikey's as to who gets shown Dundee Derby or Celtic Hearts. Could be the only time Celtic play Hearts this season. So maybe so a quarter past seven kickoff. So the BBC like to get their games shown fitting round their schedule, don't Aye, they? I noticed because every other game in the, the third round kicks off at quarter to eight. We get quarter past seven. So yep. if you're going to a game, don't be late. Aye, that could still be tight for some people travelling uh, to the game. It would be tight for me, I think, if I if I was working. Not that I'm going to go to a Celtic game, of course. I think we go support Hearts. Oh no, 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 <laughs> definitely not. Not this season, Chris. Aye, so at the weekend I was at a Rangers game against Queen of South, and well, a lot of people are talking about how woeful Rangers were, and they were terrible in the first half. Zalaukas looked like he was. A player in my standard, the way he just stood and let the player run away from him. Yeah, did you know did he get credited for the first goal, didn't he? The first Rangers goal, because there was he some did. debate over who actually scored that on the radio. He did get credited for it because Mosney came in and it wasn't quite a a fair badge like he did at the Challenge Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Had to word that carefully, Chris, but he did he did jump uh, quite near the keeper. But yeah, I think it went straight. Ah, oh, it wasn't the Challenge Cup. That was the Scottish Cup. Albion Rovers quarter final. Oh, was that the Scottish Cup? I knew it was Albion Rovers, but I forgot what cup. But yeah, aye, it was terrible in the first half. But then the second half, the Rangers came out and Templeton scored within about a minute or so of the kickoff, and it went from there. And the second half was that impressive. I forgot how bad it was in the first half. I was even impressed with players like Ian Black when he came on. Which I, I'm not a big fan of his at all. Oh, yeah, Mosley was going on wee runs. Yeah. was going down runs down the, the left wing, and 
I it was an enjoyable day, ignoring the first half. The four two was good. Mosny scored a header, which uh, was the lowest header you'll probably see. <laughs> I've not seen a replay of it yet, but it was it was pretty much ground level. No, I, for the header. Sadly, sports scene decided the championship wasn't worth showing again this week. So no, I haven't seen any in the championship well. That's a shame because that that goal would have been worth seeing just because it was unusual. And I, I would, it's, it's another week I'm sitting here thinking I wish I'd seen how Hearts got in because that was another like, four 0 or something they won, and yep. it was it was could have been double that for what I've been hearing on the radio. So, Laurie will give you access to the Hearts videos or something like that. Ah, we'll, we'll be able to right. see it. We'll be able to see the goals with Laurie's commentary. Ah, exactly. With his posh That's voice. His posh That's voice. Better. Yeah. His posh, his posh video voice. Yeah. Uh, Aye, there, you've got the Hearts game which is good and then the Rangers game where there was six goals and Rangers came from behind twice really? so aye, two good games they could have shown but no oh well Aberdeen scored a nice couple of goals Nicky Lowe and now again you see them I've seen Lowe's goal I've seen uh, Robson's long range effort which I really enjoyed the, the banter that they had on sports scene he, he was actually uh, pretty good in sports scene I thought I liked uh, how they're talking about how uh, he's <laughs> He's going to be making like cameo appearances, and then they were going on about how he had been dropped, and then he's going, no, 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 we've got a strong squad. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> aye, then he got asked. Then he got asked if he was going to Ross County. Oh, I gave the stock answer, didn't he? Oh, he's happy where he aye. is. Blah blah blah. Mum, kind of the boys that go to Aberdeen games, they were thinking they should have just said no, I'm not going. But he said he did the whole, oh no, I'm happy to call him that. So. Well, I don't know whether that could still be a possibility. How does you know, it work? Oh. About, sorry, Karen. I was, was going to say, how does it? If you're a, if you're going as a player manager, as was suggested by that, does he know how to move before eleven o'clock tonight? Well, I but maybe he wouldn't be a player manager. I would think he might have a manager release clause in his contract. I don't know, just with ages. But I would certainly, if he was, I would think, I unless just maybe that's how we are getting around things. So you could just sign, like, up. We could sign maybe. We could sign Falcao and loan player manager. There you go. <laughs> and then he could be playing for us. Ideal. No, maybe not. I would need to look into that. That's Six fine. million that's plus wages. Ah, it's fine. Oh, aye. It's, aye. It's, aye, that's fine. We've got money. There's money available. That's all right. He needs to make sure he's still tied to Monaco, though, because then it's tax free. Aye. <laughs> aye. How does that work? Because he'd be living here. I know. I don't get it at all. But there's something about the. the there's some. Funny thing going on with this uh, Man United buying him for Monaco, but it's not really a buy, it's a loan for the first season. Mm-hmm. So that he still gets his wages uh, tax free or something because he's still technically a Monaco player. There's some weird thing about that. Ah, uh, it's like buying a furniture at DFS and you don't pay for a few years. Ah, it's that. Buy now, pay later. Uh. <laughs> so, so, uh, that's it. That's it. John, thanks for bringing that down to the, the DFS level. Uh, whatever we all that's understand. Right. Does that mean he's on sale? That's all right. It's all like the punters all know that. Look. The listeners all know what we're talking about now. Aye. <laughs> the last time I was looking for a couch, it's quite surprising, but every place I went in had that offer, had a sale on. Aye. They all had this four-year free. What a, what a con. Right, Aye, Break, break, breaking news. Right, I've just seen Andy Coyle of STV has tweeted that uh, there's a limit of five uh, loans a season. Four at one time only applies domestically. Not international ones, oh, so we're allowed to get Budete uh, in on loan. After all, so there you go. is that the rule that they changed last safe? season? I don't know. They had a rule that they changed midway through last season about loan players. I think oh. it was Motherwell raised it. 
was it Dunfermline were involved as well? And there was a rule that they, they changed midway through the season just because they were making things up as they go along. We've got a big Scottish transfer. Big Scottish transfer. But unfortunately, it's not in Scotland, though. James MacArthur signed for Crystal Palace. Aye, some stupid amount of money, isn't it? Seven million or something Seven. like that. I hope Hamilton have got a... I hope Hamilton had a wee seven clause in there. Did they sell him directly to Wigan? Aye. I hope they Because I know they got a good kickback for McCarthy uh, when he moved. Aye, so... Try. I'd imagine Nothing really happening in Scotland. Uh, Rangers are letting a lot of the youth players go out on loan, which well, they're not really getting a chance under McCoyst. Uh, uh, Gallagher's probably a bit of a shock that he's been let, let out on loan because he was featuring quite heavily last season. Not so much this season, but I, th- I was hoping he was going to get some chances. But uh, just typical McCoyst. Not really got time for the youth. Uh, it's a shame. More outgoings and incomings in Scotland just now. There's not really anything... Shaughnessy, he's gone from Aberdeen to Falkirk on loan. McGeoch's gone from Celtic to Hibs on loan. I'm surprised Gar- he's like Shaughnessy. Go. That is Shaughnessy, because I heard Derry mention it. I think he's probably he's pretty far down the list in terms of centre-back uh-huh. choice. And then Lok, he sometimes covers it right-back, but we've got Che Logan playing there. Ryan Jack can cover in there. Centre-backs-wise, we've got... Well, Anderson's out now for mind you for six weeks, but we've still got Reynolds, Considine, Taylor... So I think we're probably kind of fairly well covered there. Thank you. I'm sorry, it's another interesting bit of news that uh, Alex O'Henley has just tweeted saying that Getafe have signed striker Baba Diawara on loan from Sevilla. Now, Getafe were the ones that were after uh, the Serbian guy. So there's a good chance he's not going to Getafe now. I can't even believe Danny Welbeck's going for 16 million to Arsenal. Uh, the money in England's stupid. Did you see the the Sky Sports banner earlier that said they spent eight hundred million pounds in transfers yeah. this transfer window? But see, to be honest, sixteen I don't think is ridiculous for a player uh, of his calibre. Well, you look, it's not that long ago since Andy Carroll went for was it thirty five million, and he was a pl- Andy Carroll was a player who had proven himself in the Championship only. So I think sixteen's mm, th- no, but... pretty good for a player who's uh, an international. He's 23, I think. He's played in the Champions League. He's he's played well in the Champions League. He's he would have won the league with Manchester United two seasons ago. So I think that's a, a good buy. They could have, not they that could Arsenal get, need them. They could have got Remy for 10 million, who's actually a goal scorer. Whereas Welbeck, I don't think he's proven himself yet to be a goal scorer. I international level, he's done all right. International level, different system. But you could have had Balotelli for 16 million. I know that Balotelli's maybe. Seen as trouble, scorer, but I yeah. think Balotelli is a goal scorer mm-hmm. and probably would have suited Arsenal's game better. I think, but we'll see. He might do well, he might do well. It's just a shame all the big moves are down south and we're not really getting anything up here. It's the usual, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's the way it is. But then, to be honest, John, it's, it's maybe good that clubs are not splashing big cash in Scotland because you just need to look at what happened with Rangers and what's still happening with Rangers. Uh, we're a bit more sensible, aye, you've got to be. It's boring, but you've got to be. But I suppose it's good as well in terms of clubs getting their business done early. <laughs> as opposed to fighting about at the at the kebab shop at five to three to see for a, what birds available. Sorry, I just find that fun. They're getting their, getting getting their uh, deals done early and we're still sitting here seeing what Celtic are up to tonight. <laughs> it's like an hour to go. <laughs> as Juf, is he available, Chris? Which Juf? There's about fifteen Juf. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about the spitter. Oh, yeah, well, he's a type yeah, of player that's right. available last minute. Nobody wants him. Does he still play? Is he not retired? I don't yeah, think he did. He'll turn up with his league winner's medal. 
Oh. Right, we'll move on. We'll move on. We mentioned the international breaks coming up, and we've got Germany against Scotland on Sunday. Easy. Went for two 0 two 0 in the charity bet. I can't see anything other than a Germany win, and I don't think it's going to be too much a knock to the side if we do lose, as long as it's not a humping. I don't think we're expected to get much from it at all. Nah, are we, are we, are we 2 0 defeat? Oh, no, I think we'd be happy with a 2 0 defeat. Yeah. <laughs> if we get anything out of the game, it's a bonus. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, to me, that this is simply get this nasty game out of the way. Yep. Because then we've got the other games to worry about, which is hopefully, ultimately what we need to be worrying about. Hopefully, Germany underestimates us. We get a good wee run, do we know? We get like Georgia, Ibrox, and then. I think we also play Poland away in October. Ah, oh, yeah, and then Ireland at home. And we've got Ireland at home, and then obviously one is a friendly against England in uh, November as well. At home, Celtic Park, they're both. It's not. We don't get back uh, you're to Hamden the... until we get back to. Uh, I think it's March next year. The first yep, Hamden game. Gibraltar. Yeah. Uh, you were saying that you're on uh, the Copland Road, Chris. Yeah. Uh, well, I got my uh, tickets through the weekend, so I'm, I'm at the wrong end of Ibrox. I'm also at the wrong end of Celtic Park, incidentally. For <laughs> what I usually sit. Aye. But aye, this weekend, it's a Sunday night, so I'm sure there'll be a few people be a wee bit of a sore head come Monday morning. I think I'm going to get the bus into work so I can have a drink Sunday night. That's my plan. A few beers watching the game in the telly box. I take it as games on then Friday, Saturday, Sunday internationals on TV. Because that's, that's, why they've, yeah. that's, why they've changed, that's why they've changed it all, haven't they? Well, I've I seen an advert for Sky tonight, actually. They were saying they've got, like, a bunch of games. It's almost as implied like they've got all the games and they'll be able to show them all. So you better watch Aye. every single European qualifier. It was a, like a package that you could buy. They wanted to make it a bit like the Champions yeah. League. That, see if that's the case. That's immense. That's going to be brilliant. Yep. Uh, there's there's not a lot of slots to be honest uh, this weekend, but you've got loads of games on the Sunday. Five o'clock kickoff, quarter to eight. Uh, and then the Monday, there's five o'clock, quarter to eight. Tuesday, five o'clock, quarter to eight. Uh, a lot of games on at the same time, but there is a lot of slots now. Because they kind of went a bit the wrong way the last time when they done the, they tried to move the games. Some of them were on a Friday night, and sometimes you weren't getting any football at all on a Saturday or Sunday, which is a bit, a bit boring. In your mid-season, you left wondering what to do. So Sky picked what they're going to show then. Aye, the oh, there's loads of games on. Oh, oh, see, when I was saying the slots, there's like three games in some of the slots, five games in some of the slots. Oh, there's too many to say out loud. Uh, aye, there's about eight eight games on the Sunday, <laughs> similar on the Monday, similar on the Tuesday. Aye, it's like the Champions League when you go on the, the red button and you're pretty much getting all the games. I see, I was looking at the, the Sky Sports website and I was like, right, I don't national football, watching Sky Sports, and it doesn't say anything. Aye, I was trying to have a look as well, but all it shows is just the list of all the fixtures that I can see. There must be some sort of thing that it shows you somewhere what, what games you're on when. Obviously, there's TV, there'll be some sort of TV guide, but I don't know where it is. I speak to Grumpy. You'll be able to tell you in the forum. Mm-hmm. Or I could tell you, but there's just loads of them. Well, tell Probably us. would be easier to tell you games that aren't on. Aye, but if you like, what's, the, what's their, their glamour games? Germany, Scotland, Sky Sports 5. Make sure you activate the channel or else you'll oh, get... Aye, it's activated, aye. It's activated. Well, I did mine as well. It still has the wee thing popping up in the corner so you hit the red button aye. to activate it and then you hit the red button and you go, aye, you've activated it already. Aye, not very good. Right, so is there anything else you wanted to discuss in the podcast before we go? Nah, is there any other transfers while we're whipping on? 
No, not really. No. Messi's no. Decided he wants to play for Aberdeen. No. 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 Uh, I wanted to mention the predictor, the Premiership predictor on the forum. We do a monthly prize this season because we've got a £5 monthly prize donated by Sky Luxury Cottages. And we, uh, you'll maybe notice that I made a mistake on Saturday. I announced the winners on Saturday, forgetting there was a game on Sunday. Oh, oh schoolboy error. I quickly hid the topic, but <laughs> I emailed the two that were, that were joint top. So luckily they didn't get too angry with me because they were still top after the Celtic game. <laughs> <laughs> so I so we've got Blue Hornet and Stu Koo joint top on 30 points. Now, this season, because it's a fiver, I thought it's, we'll not split it. What we'll do is we'll have an outright winner and I set up a tiebreak question. And a tiebreak question was what will be the attendance of the Germany-Scotland game? Now, I chose that because you can't Google it. So it is just a guess. So who's got the best guess? And Stu Koo went for 63,700. Blue Hornet went for 63,900. What's, okay. what's, what's the capacity? The Dortmund's about 80,000, is it? I ah, kept I them, them secret because I thought you could get somebody just adding one or taking away one from the, the others. So I thought I'll keep it secret, but they're still pretty it's close. Still pretty close. Yeah, that's quite cool. Uh, so I'll find that yeah. out in the next podcast. I'll be able to announce that in a five or I'll go to one of them. Well, is it, there's another movement. Jackson Irvine has gone from Celtic to Ross County on loan. Oh. He was on loan at Kamarnock last season, so interesting to see if he does not. Still time. I'm going to, when we finish the podcast, I'm going to go and I'm going to watch uh, Natalie Sawyer. Uh, I mean, the Sky Sports News yep. Deadline Day programme. Yeah, because if you want, if if you were, you're obviously watching it for the, the sports news. Because if you were really watching it to perv, there's other things on the internet to perv over currently. Like what? Mm, like that's interesting Jennifer that you Lawrence. That. Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. Uh, I've, I've, I've heard things. Yeah. Ah, that's a rubber. Ah. Right. Okay, Chris. <laughs> right, just once we're finished the podcast, stay on the line, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the title for the podcast. <laughs> We don't have a title. Aye, we do. Deadline Day Dildo. Yep. No, that's not safe for work. Greg's Dildo. (laughs) Greg's Dildo. (laughs) We'll we'll think of a a title. Right, but thanks for listening to the podcast and thanks you two for coming on. Yep, always good. Aye. And we'll be back next week to talk about Scotland's beating Germany. Aye. Glorious defeat. (laughs) Right, thanks for listening again. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thank you.